This episode of the Business Builder Show is brought to you by Contractor Succession, LLC. If you are in a construction-related business and you want to exit your business in the next five years, then contact us at ContractorSuccession.com. That's ContractorSuccession.com. If you want to exit your construction business in the next five years to finish strong and finish well, contact us at ContractorSuccession.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. I'm proud to let you know we record this show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media, and we are in my hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. D.C. Taylor, shout out, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Shout out, making it happen well, in northeastern Pennsylvania. We are. So the Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. You can find the Business Builder Show and many other fine shows on C-Suite Radio. Um, D.C., you ready to go? Do we have our yes. guest on the line? Sure do. And our guest is Ashley Welsh. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hey, Marty. I'm fine, thanks. We're going to be talking about sales today, right? Yes, we are. This is my favorite topic. So this, this, this should flow real easy. So I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, let me intro uh, Ashley Welsh. She co-founded a company called Somersault Innovation, which is a design thinking consulting firm providing a unique approach to sales development. Prior to Summer Salt Innovation, she spent 20 years as a leading sales professional for a leadership development company. So, Ashley Welsh, again, welcome to the Business Builders Show. Thank you. Okay, we're going to be talking about a book that you co-wrote with a gentleman by the name of Justin Jones. The book is titled Naked, Naked Sales, How Design Thinking Reveals Customer Motives and drives revenue. Okay, I'll take the bait, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the bait. Thinking, Naked sales. Okay, explain. Explain to me. Yeah, I'm thinking it's not the best t- title anymore in this environment that we're currently living in. But <laughs> That's um, true. <laughs> yeah, um, I hadn't thought of that until this morning, thinking about this show. Um, well, well, yeah, but wait so, a minute. They say, you know, any PR is good PR. So, you know, yeah, what the heck? Exactly. At least people are talking. Yeah. Um, so I, the title, of course, is meant to be provocative. But what it means for us is that it's time to take off our old ways of selling and connect with our customers in a different way. It also means shed your attachment to your products and services and start with what the customer cares about. So that's where we got the naked from. Wow. Maybe we should stop the interview right there. That was pretty solid. <laughs> that, that says it all right there. Yeah. Um, let's, let, let's give a shout out to uh, your co-author, Justin Jones. He's your partner at, uh, at your company? Yes, he's my wonderful business partner. He's in Denver, Colorado. 
I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, and we co-founded Somersault and wrote the book together and do much of our work around the country together. So I was at the Boston Beer Company in uh, Boston recently and uh, and enjoyed uh-huh. the t- and enjoyed the tour. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a great town. I haven't been on that tour, but um, I've heard of it. Well, we'll meet up Did there you? one of these times. You know? I'd love to. <laughs> we'll meet up there. Okay, let's stop fooling around here, Marty. Let's let's get to the meat of this. Um, yeah, really. So I've said I'm a salesperson. <laughs> I have always been a salesperson. I'm going to say the name of the book again, Naked Sales, How Design Thinking design thinking, Reveals Customer Motives and Drives Revenue. Um, pretty impressive in the book. You, you mentioned some pretty notable companies who follow your process. Can you mention some of those and maybe tell us a, a story or two? Sure. I think that the client that's featured most prominently is Salesforce, uh, and I'll come back and tell you some stories from that. Um, other clients of ours right now include... Intuit and AT&T and Ellie Mae is another client that's focused or featured there, a Mm -hmm. software firm in the mortgage industry. So um, we've been working with sales teams in all of these companies, inside sales teams and field, um, uh, or I should say account executives who are in the field. And giving them the tools of design to help change and transform how they're selling and getting closer to their customer in order, of course, at the end of the day to drive revenue, but also to drive um, a more customer-centric approach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the story, I, I don't know if you've seen the story in the beginning, the, one of my favorite stories is the first chapter, which you actually can download on our website if anybody wants to see it. You sure. download it for free, which is the story about Greyhound. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, it, you want me it. to tell the story? Yeah, I love the book. I read the book. I always okay, read the book. Great. Yeah, tell a story. Um, That's a great story. Greyhound, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So we were working with uh, AE at Salesforce, Sachin Ray, who's a great guy. He's in San Francisco. And he had been trying to get into the Greyhound account for a while, done all the usual work online, prospecting, was not having any luck. Um, he started working with us and we said, Basically, get naked. Stop, stop thinking about all the things you want to sell to Greyhound, and just go to Greyhound. Mm. So he went down to the Salesforce um, depot. Excuse me, the Greyhound depot in in San Francisco. He talked to the baggage handlers. He talked to the drivers. He talked to other passengers, and then he actually took a bus. And he took a bus from San Francisco to L.A. And then when he took a different bus, a Bolt bus, which is also their company, from L.A. back to San Francisco. And on that journey, he learned all sorts of things about Greyhound, mm-hmm. um, including the M7 report, which is a report, a paper a report that the drivers have to use to um, catalog what's going on in the bus if anything's broken, what needs to be mm-hmm. attended to. And so it was through this journey and his observations about what both the drivers and customers cared about that he was then able to use that experience to reach back out to the executives and say, Hey, I'd like to talk to you about my Greyhound experience. Mm-hmm. And he said he got a hundred percent open rate, um, on his emails versus I'd like to talk to you about my Salesforce product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was able to parlay his responses into a meeting. I finally got to the COO. And in that meeting, he said, Hey, I'd love to talk to you about your M7 report. And of course the COO was like, what are you talking about? How do you even know what an M7 is? And um, long story short, he uncovered all these different opportunities, created a very authentic connection with Greyhound, and it's um, now a $3 million account, global account, um, a yeah. year later, starting from that moment. Wow. Yeah, great story. 
And uh, I guess that's, uh, well, let me put something in my words and then I'll ask you a question. So that person could have gone and gone to their website, done some research, studied something uh, that's out in the PR world, if you will, and and like most salespeople do, and Mm -hmm. feel like they know something. Instead, this person got on the bus experienced mm-hmm. what the bus driver was experiencing, found of this report, and used that to contact Greyhound. Now, I know I just repeated what you said, but I wanted that to sink in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted that to sink in. So, so you know, the, the idea of technology is a great thing, and it's a given that technology mm-hmm. is disrupting sales, our, our sales world. Um, you tell us, though, that you kind of have a proven recipe to, mm-hmm. to help drive revenue, and and you talk about it being more art than science, or to add more art to the science of sales. Can you talk to me about that? Technology yeah. disrupting and 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 you know adding more art to the science of selling. Talk to me. Yeah, I like that. We are adding more art to the science because the science isn't going away, and I think that's what technology represents. So, my perception is that you know we are going to get smarter through all the technology, all the data analytics and the AI that's coming our way. And and that's good. It's not a bad thing. But I think what my concern is, is that we get enamored with the technology and think that it's going to solve all our problems. It's going to tell us exactly what yeah. our customers want. Yeah. And we're going to forget that at the end of the day, it's a human-to-human transaction and that human make, human beings make decisions based on emotion yeah. uh, versus logic all the time. Yeah. And that we need – that that technology can't pick up the nuances of what you and I care about or what motivates us to make a certain decision or our unmet needs. And that's where the human being is really in the art is really uh, important. And so that's what we're emphasizing um, as a, as a, partner to all the great technology that's also at our fingertips. Yeah, Ashley, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to do a confession uh, on the air because my clients hear me say repeatedly, so I'm going to give you some credit for making Mm. me think differently. I repeatedly say to clients, sales is more science than it is an art. Let me tell you why I've said that. (laughs) Because I've been selling a long time, and mm-hmm. I've gone through the uh, the plaid sport coats and the and the shine shoes and and all that baloney that they uh-huh. think they're so artful and so charismatic that they can sell anything to anybody. That's baloney. Mm-hmm. It always was baloney. <laughs> but mm-hmm. so I've been preaching all along. I'm glad you brought this to my attention. That you're making me think deeper about this because it is critically important. Innovation cannot get those in, those nuances. So I'm I'm loving your work. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah, lo- I'm loving you. your work. It really, it's uh, so some people are going to be saying, "Well, wait a minute, Marty." You know. So before I ask you the next question, I, I, you know, <laughs> can we do some business in the sense that I, I've got to pay some bills? Can I mention my sponsor? I have you okay to do that? Yes, please do. Excellent. That's great. Our sponsor for this edition of the Business Builder Show is Neopost Postage Meters. They want to be your business champion. They want to be your ally. They want to help you solve problems. You know, when you're shipping um, your mail and your packages. So take advantage of a special offer that Business Builder Show listeners have for Neopost postage meters. Go to neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf. That's neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf. You're probably looking that up right now, Ashley, aren't you? Saying we need a postage <laughs> meter, right? 
I'm trying to stay focused on you, so no, I'm not multitasking. <laughs> I'm trying to sell something, for goodness sakes, Ashley, help me out here. We're making a human connection. Yeah, that's right. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay, very good. So Ashley Welsh is my guest. Her book, along with Justin Jones, is Naked Sales, How Design Thinking Reveals Customer Motives and Drives Revenues. Okay, here's where I want to go. What the heck do you mean by design thinking? Talk to me mm. about that. Yes. Another great question. Uh, well, design thinking is a very popular innovation methodology. It's a process. I always think of it as a, it's another recipe for yeah. being innovative. Yeah. And it's a series of um, phases which have tools in them and then um, mindsets which help organizations mo- sort of discover um, either new products or services they want to introduce to the marketplace, new experiences, and what we're and I'll tell you uh, give you an example but what we're saying is let's take from this innovation methodology what's useful to sales and put it into the sales environment mm-hmm. so design thinking has been around since the 70s it's mm-hmm. quite popular now in all the big firms and in small firms as well it's um, a customer centric process mm-hmm. which means we want to start with what is our what does the customer or the end user care about yeah. and work backwards yeah. into what we create versus yeah. starting with what is my best idea or what can my company make? And I'm sure the customers are going to love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, um, you know, and that happens all the time. We have products and services all the time that are introduced that actually don't work for us. Like I, the TV remote, I can't get over like who created all these different TV remotes that I cannot figure out how to use. <laughs> that is not a customer centric design. Yeah. They need some design thinking. Yeah. So Got it. design thinking is based on, the principles of using curiosity and empathy and uh, customer centricity to really put yourself first and foremost in your customer's shoes to figure out what they care about and using what you learn as insights to inspire how you connect or innovate. We don't have time to go through all the points, but uh, that's why people need to buy this book. You know, mm. We're not going to tell them everything, you know, in one half hour oh. interview, right? We want them to buy the book. But you talk <laughs> about you have different phases, discovery, yes. insight, yep. acceleration, yep. managing mm-hmm. sales by design. And you have, it's a really nice how-to with graphs and charts and thinking and questions. And, and I have a whole bunch of things highlighted. I have this thing dog-eared. I've already shared it with a couple of my clients. So you, you need to buy the book. Again, Ashley Welsh is my guest. Where can we find you, the best place for you? And give me the name of your website for your company, Ashley. Yeah, Somersault Innovation is the name of our company and website. So it's somersaultinnovation.com. And the book can be found on Amazon, and it's also available now in an ebook form as well. Cool. And you can, we can find you on uh, LinkedIn, can we not? Uh, you can, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, and you can also find me on our website. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, okay, so this book, uh, I believe, is primarily for salespeople. But let's not forget these poor sales managers. <laughs> and you know who I mean, right? You, you, you have empathy for these folks. Um, how can this be helpful to them? Can you talk to me about that? Yeah, and we have a section, a uh, sort of last chapter on that. Um, I think it's a critical question, in fact, because, of course, so much behavior is driven by the behavior of the top of an organization and what they're asking for. And yeah. I think 
what we're doing is creating a methodology that is in response to or pushing against some of the top-down behavior that is causing people to just focus on numbers and focus yeah. on the clothes. And we're trying to say, hey, hold on a second, wait a second. You're actually going to have a bigger opportunity if you focus on your customer. Yeah. So managers have a big role in shifting their focus, I believe, from the numbers to the customers. And yeah. one of the things that we suggest to managers in their weekly forecasting meetings is instead of saying, Marty, you know, you owe me 50K, how are you going to get that by Friday? Yeah. I, I say, Marty, tell me a story about your customer and what you've learned about what they care about and who's your customer's customer and yeah. what do they care about? And tell me something about that. And then we'll talk about the numbers. But let me lead with stories about your customers. Ashley, that is so strong. That is so great. <laughs> and and you talk about in the book, and you have examples of, say, uh, instead of focusing mm -hmm. just on that number, just on that sale mm -hmm. this week, you take the approach that you're, you're, you're asking people to consider. You will most likely have bigger sales over a longer period of time. Am I right there? Yes, absolutely. We just worked with three teams over the summer, and the summer tends to be months where revenue dips. Mm. Three different teams, each with about 12 people each, so a little over 30 people, and their revenue went up by a, a, within a three-month time period uh, $15 million. Whoa, whoa. So sales managers, salespeople, you want to get this book, Naked Sales with by Ashley Welsh and Justin Jones. Okay, if I do a little more selling at this point in the show? Yes, please. We're talking about Neopost postage meters. Think about all the time small businesses or your business spend to process and send mail in packages. If we spend just 15 minutes a day doing it, that's more than seven full days a year focused on mailing and shipping. Ashley, I think that's crazy. <laughs> Let's help <laughs> folks out. I'm thinking about my customer, Ashley. So uh, why yeah. don't you go to neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf to see if you qualify for our special offer. That's neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf. So back to Ashley Welsh and her great book, along with Justin Jones of Naked Sales. I loved it. I'm saying that repeatedly. Here's another question that I have for you that I know is in the minds of a lot of folks, and that is, do you have any insights to help us get into that C-suite, that special C-suite a little quicker and easier? Any suggestions? Yeah. Well, I think one thing is if you have authentic stories about what your customer's customer cares about, so that would be, uh, let's say, your customer is um, Kohler, who makes you know different bathroom yeah. um, fixtures. Yeah. Their customers are Home Depot. Their customers are you and me. Their customers are the designers. Their customers are the builders. Um, if you get some insight into what that ecosystem of customers of theirs cares about, that is information the C-suite cares about. There is no way to disagree or not be interested in what their customers are saying mm. or some mm. interesting insight that you've you've garnered mm. from your research. Mm. So I think that is one way that we found um, to, to build your own credibility as a salesperson and create a meaningful dialogue that the C-suite wants to hear about. This work is profound. The only thing that's upsetting me is that I didn't write this book. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm going to give you and Justin Jones credit. The title of the book is Naked Sales, How Design Thinking Reveals Customer Motives and Drives Revenue. Uh, uh, Ashley, give us your website again. 
Yes, it's uh, somersaultinnovation.com. So I want everyone that has anything to do with sales, I want you to go to that website. I want you to buy this book. I want you to see revenue increases. So, uh, Ashley, we need to wrap up. Uh, anything that I missed? Anything that you want to drive home in the last minute or so? Yeah, I would. I want to say, based on the story I told in the beginning about the Greyhound bus, is get on the proverbial bus of your client get into their shoes and really start to focus on what they care about first and foremost, not what you want to sell. Solid. Ashley Wells, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builder Show. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me. You bet. Special thank you to our special guest, Ashley Welsh, and talking about her great book, Naked Sales. And make sure you check out our sponsor's offer, Neopost Postage Meters. Just go to neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf. That's neopost280.com slash Marty Wolf. So on behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to The Business Builder Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. This episode of the Business Builder Show was brought to you by Contractor Succession, LLC. If you are in a construction-related business and you want to exit your business in the next five years, then contact us at ContractorSuccession.com. That's ContractorSuccession.com. If you want to exit your construction business in the next five years, To finish strong and finish well, contact us at ContractorSuccession.com.